0: All right, so we've got uh, Sergio Gonzalez here today. This is the first episode of the Concord Sentinel Business Podcast. Hey, Sergio, you with us?
1: Hey, Mike, how you doing?
0: Doing good, doing doing real good. Um, so this is kind of a you know kind of a, a experiment. This is our first episode. Um, so we're going to be talking about um, talking about. Your business, Sergio Alonzo Photo. Um, awesome,
1: yeah. Let's go for it.
0: Cool. Um, so I I say we just jump right into it. Um, All about it. Yeah. When, when did you uh, when did you get started? How, uh, when and how did you get started with uh, Sergio Alonzo Photo?
1: So I started shooting like seven years ago, approximately. Uh, I got my first Canon kit camera, and <laughs> it was a T4I. You know, just like everyone else, starts out. I had a standard kit lens, and I was just taking pictures of random stuff. And eventually, I got like a fifty millimeter hmm. lens, which is you know it's pretty standard in most photographers' kits. I was running around. I started doing like a lot of portraiture, and then one day, one of my good friends, he was just like, "Dude, we should um, we should definitely consider doing this." beyond a hobby sometime because Mm. it'd be just a great experience overall and I always loved the creative component and just working with people so I was just really interested in moving forward with it so eventually I upgraded to Nikon full frame and I was just like huh I'm gonna start trying to shoot people's weddings because that really seems like a fun challenge Mm. and it's a good business model too yeah so I started doing, like, a lot of second shooting for people's weddings and whatnot, and, you know, one thing led to another, and, well, about, what did I say, six years, six years later, here Hmm. I am now, and before this whole pandemic came upon us, I basically had 25 weddings for the year.
0: Wow, okay, just for this year?
1: Just for this year, yeah, and I'm the lead for all of them, so... No second shooting anymore.
0: <laughs> oh wow! So yeah, uh, you said you got started in twenty fourteen. How, um, how many how many Roughly, weddings do you yeah. think you've done since since then?
1: Um, I've done anywhere from like sixty to seventy five weddings since then. But I've lo- I've okay. done a lot of uh, stuff in between too, just like different genres and whatnot. You know, it's great to work with different people. To right. be honest with you, it's a rich experience, and huh. you know, for anyone that's like. I guess you want to say a social butterfly yeah Um, it's awesome because you meet great people you make a lot of amazing connections and just tons of opportunities open up that you never would have otherwise
0: huh that's cool Well, as long as I've known you I've known known you to be uh, a social social guy so uh,
1: I try I mean I like most people you know it's pretty easy to relate to most people
0: yeah um, you know I think about like the last wedding that I went to um, they uh, the photographers sometimes had to be very active but then sometimes you didn't even know they were there um, so I'm sure oh, it's yeah. kind of a, a they blend can be magicians. yeah yeah <laughs> um, very cool well and you said um, you've done some other, uh, some other types of photography like uh, por- portraits and uh So
1: I've done a lot of uh, creative portraiture and like the past year I really got more into studio photography uh, which is a bit more challenging in its own ways hmm. and it has a little bit more of the creative element too because you know you're constantly using uh, different light setups and whatnot, and you're trying to figure out what exactly you're going for Um, so, I mean, it's more on the creative side and there's, for example, a lot of more model portraiture, Mm -hmm. um, which I think is really cool. If you've ever looked at anything by say photographers like Lindsay Adler, that's who I idolize and she's just a wizard with her lighting. And, you know, I'm trying to replicate that in some of my work or integrate it as much as I can. And you know initially it's just baby steps but it's just like anything else you put enough time into it eventually you'll just be a marvel at it
0: hmm hmm and you're out of uh out of boston but out of of the boston area um
1: so yeah i'm in the boston metro Uh, specifically i'm in medford mass Hmm. Um, there's a lot of great business here and it's a really rich community with a lot of creatives too um Hmm. a lot of really talented people in the area i would say
0: Hmm. Definitely yeah,
1: very competitive, too, <laughs> to say the least. Oh,
0: yeah, I'm sure. But, you know, it's uh, there's a difference between, you know, a guy like me who owns a camera and someone like you who's a, who's a photographer.
1: True, but, you know, I mean, it's just something you practice enough to the point where you pick up on things.
0: Yeah, and you mentioned full-frame. That's something I've heard, but uh, what, what, is, what does that mean? What's a full-frame camera? So,
1: more or less, uh, there are different styles of cameras with different size sensors and whatnot. Uh, okay. So mine's a full frame, which is a 35 millimeter. Uh, okay. Whereas perhaps what you have is a, what's called a crop. So usually a crop style sensor would be around 25 millimeters. Hmm. And the size of the actual sensor determines you know, what the focal um, angle equivalent is for when you're using a lens. So for example, on um, if you're going from a full frame to a crop sensor, there's a 1.5X multiplier on what the focal length would be equivalent Mm. on a full frame. Did I explain that well? So for example, if I'm using like, if I'm using a 50 millimeter lens on say a crop camera, like an A6000 Sony series, or let's say like a T4, T series Mm -hmm. uh, Canon, um, basically, that's going to be the equivalent of roughly 85 millimeter on a full-frame camera. So it's going to be a lot more zoomed in like a telephoto would be. Um, but that would be excellent for, say, portraiture because the longer the focal length on portraiture, uh, the less distortion it's going to have uh, once you go, uh, say, three, meter, 3 millimeters away from the sensor. Hmm. the center the center point if you look at like a wide angle lens you'll see it heavily distorts because it has uh, a lot of uh, uh, line distortions the further you go away from the center of the frame okay. so I would not recommend that for portraiture yeah because it's going yeah. to make people look a little bit uh, rounder if you will
0: <laughs> Well I'll leave it to you' <laughs> you're, you're the expert and you're, and you're a technical guy <laughs> you know you're an engineer by day right? Yeah, so. I'm very
1: technical, <laughs> but you know, I, I still try and let the creative side take over more yeah, often. Yeah,
0: that's great. Uh, so it's, it's both uh, a business and a creative outlet for you. Um, oh yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, like I said, I've met a lot of really cool people from it, and hmm. some relationships have just really blossomed from, you know, certain meetings where now I'm really good friends with certain people that i previously mm. would never have any opportunity of meeting you know what mm. I mean? yeah that's, so it's that's pretty cool. wild
0: well weddings I'm, i mean like you know i can only imagine how many people are there and the opportunity to meet people people um, are usually
1: in really good moods too at weddings too that's, <laughs> that's why i, would I love hope, weddings
0: yeah i would hope so yeah wow uh, i mean i'm sure you've you've seen your your share of bridezillas is that true
1: I've seen a couple. <laughs> I try and block those memories out. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, we won't go there, but that's... The, <laughs> All good. For, for another time.
1: <laughs> yeah, another time. A um, Saturday.
0: <laughs> cool. Well, uh, yeah, and, and you said that, um, you you know, you've done a, a few different types of photography. Any, any commercial-type gigs or products? Uh, for t-
1: yeah, so I've actually done a number of commercial type gigs uh, for product photography. Um, I've done some also video work for auto body shops. I thought that was really cool. Um, I've done some photography work for auto body shops and Mm. stuff that ultimately ends up going on their websites usually. Okay. Um, One of my favorite, favorite things to do though is when I do commercial photo slash video with my drone uh, um, oh, okay. that's cool. And That's nice. territory that I'm trying to, I guess, dominate more. Yeah. But you know, it's a slow transition because I'm already a Part 107 certified and all that. That's basically step one. Okay. And then it's really, it's really about having connections, I think, and that's like the hardest part to get into because right. it's very different from weddings and whatnot. But once you can actually get there and you build the the clientele, the repertoire. Mm-hmm. basically you're good I would say
0: hmm would you say that most of your um, jobs or gigs come from word-of-mouth referrals
1: um, I feel like it's a mixed bag to be honest with you um, okay a lot of them are word-of-mouth some of them are just people reaching out through some of my ads okay um, through Facebook or Instagram etc yeah, uh, I get a lot Instagram. of form submissions too on my website um, if you okay. w- ever want to peep the website, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's what is it, Sergio, oh, Sergio, S E R G I O, Alonzo A L O N S O dot photo. I think you know how to spell photo, dot photo. Yep.
0: Okay. Yeah. Oh, 2021 bookings available. Okay. Yeah. Very I cool. I think a
1: lot of uh, a lot of weddings are going to get pushed out to twenty twenty one. So we'll see how that happens. Yeah. Figuring that out slowly. Um, I've had a couple of weddings canceled so far, a couple of postponed Hmm. and um, just kind of figuring it out.
0: Sure. Yeah. This whole fiasco coronavirus uh, put a dent in a lot of people's plans. I was just talking to a woman yesterday or uh, last week saying um, she was supposed to get married on Saturday and it just obviously got canceled. Um, that's
1: terrible but you know it's still gonna happen it's just it's right you know getting pushed out for a period of time and you know we're just dealing with this the way we have to for now for everyone's own safety and then eventually I think yeah we'll be fine
0: how how have you had cancellations already I mean I would imagine
1: so yeah I've had about one cancellation so far and one okay. other person I've rescheduled a couple people rescheduled and then another person got back to me yesterday asking me if I was available a certain date and I actually have a booking already that date so oh, geez. so that one I'm I might lose that wedding but it is what it is and you know people are just doing what they can so I I understand
0: that. and how does it work if um, if they have to cancel do you have to refund them do you um credit them how how does that how Um, have you handled that so far i'm sure it's my
1: contracts are handled basically um the deposit they wouldn't get back but if say if they're postponing they maintain their credit um, okay towards what they've paid because you know obviously i want to make sure that this works for someone and it's their day and right i would never want to have like a dissatisfied client and whatnot Right, um, But if so they completely cancel, then I at least have to keep their deposit. But that's pretty vocal in right. the contract. So, you know, these are terms that they expect everyone it. abides by.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, and it sounds like you're gonna work with them to try to keep keep the booking, you know, if you yeah. can, right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. Um, a lot goes into planning a wedding, so...
1: Yeah, um, in, in the event that someone completely canceled, or whatever, and you know they paid a certain amount. I would probably still just do a portrait session for them in the future because, mm. I, like I said, I would hate to disappoint anyone.
0: Oh, okay. That yeah, that's nice.
1: So there's various options available, and I just try to make it clear that I like to work with people based around their situation. Yeah. And you know that they should have all their faith in me because I'm gonna definitely take care of them one hundred percent.
0: Sure. Sure. And I see I'm on your website now. I see um, I see you're on Instagram. Would you say that's probably your biggest social uh, network?
1: I would definitely say that. I mean, yeah, I have quite a following on there. Oh wow! Yeah,
0: I see it now. Yeah,
1: I interact with a lot of photographers and clients through there. It's just it's a fun outlet most of the time if you don't take it too seriously. Uh, which that's what I try and do now. I try mm. and not take Instagram as seriously as I did a couple of years ago, mm. uh, because I mean, there's a lot of creative people on there, but there's, there's too much stuff there. So it's pretty easy to be overlooked to be honest sure.
0: with you. Well, I've been hearing that there's been, a uh, uh, like a decrease in engagement, um,
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah, Um, have
0: you seen that? Basically,
1: the way their algorithm now works is they more or less just want you to pay them for ads so that, you know, you'll be more visible on people's Uh, timelines and whatnot. And I get that because they have to make money. But at the same time, it's really killing a lot of creatives.
0: Sure. Yeah, Facebook did the same thing a few years ago. Um, And they're probably still doing it. You know, you have to pay to get seen, especially by people that don't follow you. Um,
1: Oh, 100%. And it's all, it all falls underneath the same umbrella. So, you know, whatever you see on Facebook will probably eventually end up on Instagram and vice versa.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I saw Facebook yesterday, um, just released a new, um, like, uh, dashboard, um, layout. I don't know if you've seen that on your end. Yeah. They're, they're rolling it out on different, different accounts. It's, um, I don't know if I, I mean, I always hate the newest version of, of things like that, but then you're just kind of stuck with it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, you get used to, used to it. To it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, okay. Well, yeah, I see you've got quite the following on here. Um, yeah. FAA certified, huh? For, for uh, drone flight?
1: Yeah, it's basically uh, a well, requirement for any commercial flight and, well, when you have clientele. It's just generally good to have, too, because then you have a full understanding of the FAA regulations and mm-hmm. um, you know how to not be a dum dumb when you fly your drone. Right. <laughs> There's what? a lot of those and they kind of just ruin everything for everyone else that's flying.
0: Yeah. I uh, hear now that they're they're using drones to track people that are uh, not social distancing or not wearing masks. Really? Yeah.
1: Really? Wow. Yeah. Talk about creeper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, I love the drones, but it's kind of like a love-hate relationship, <laughs> you know? Oh
1: yeah, no doubt.
0: Because um, it's just, you know, uh, it's definitely a, a you know, uh, double-edged sword, you know? There's like.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, anyone that has drones, like, if you know, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's facts. Like, that's one of the coolest toys that you can have, and I mean, you can get really creative with it, or you can be pretty malicious with it too. It's just right. You know, you really have to be in the know and responsible otherwise, you, if you're not responsible for it then you can get in some serious trouble for it. Yeah. I mean, I recall like sometime last year someone was at Fenway flying. I think it was like the day of a game too. Oh my god. That's probably around I wanna say at least a twenty K fine. It's something what? Wild really? like that. Oh yeah, my god. Yeah. It's it's something wild like that. I mean, you know, just don't be an idiot and you'll be fine. Like that's not right. that hard. <laughs> right.
0: Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, while know, while I there mean, was a game going on, I mean I, I don't No,
1: no, no. It's the it was the day of a game, I'm pretty sure. Day of
0: a game. Still though. Yeah. I mean, there's so many people down there and you people know just uh,
1: reckless. I mean, they'll mm-hmm. always be like that about anything with driving or whatever technology you give them. People will always abuse the system. It's just you know, how do you keep them in check? Wow. How do you enforce the laws and whatnot? You know? Yeah,
0: licensing and regulation, I I guess. I mean.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I guess people are not always going to follow the rules anyway.
0: That's true. Yeah, you're always going to get some joker out there who exactly. thinks they know better.
1: Exactly. Like one time, one of my buddies, he actually was filming in Boston. And yeah. he went to too high of an altitude and to the point where... I guess he could see Logan. This is what I'm told at least. Logan Airport. He, yeah. So he quickly realized the error that he made and he brought his drone down.
0: Oh my and, god.
1: <laughs> and so next time he used his drone, apparently the state showed up at his house like within five minutes. What served him a fine. Yeah.
0: Really? Oh my yeah. god.
1: <laughs> I mean, dude, it's not hard, it's all you know, it's just all signals and there's many ways to pick them up.
0: Yeah. I mean you would know better than me. <laughs> um that's wild. I've never heard of that before, but I I mean yeah, that's good. That's crazy. You know that's that's I mean I feel bad for your friend, but I mean that's that's oh, good they learns. take it seriously. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. You remember actually another crazy story. Hmm. Um there was a British airport, the international airport I'm pretty sure. I think this was like October last year. Mhm they had to shut down the entire airport for like a day or two because there were two drones flying around. Do you remember oh, that? Oh,
0: I heard about that. Yep. Now that you mention it. Yeah.
1: It's, it's wild, but <laughs> people just, oh I don't my know. Gosh. Well, you people don't know if care. it's,
0: you know, some sort of uh terrorist, you know, situation or if it's just That's some true dummy, you know? Yeah. You can um, put a
1: payload on most of these larger drones and, do whatever mm-hmm. you want I mean you can make your own drone if you want it's just sure yeah it's pretty wild day and age for all this technology that's just freely available now And you know if you want you could be as malicious as possible with it too but yeah yeah,
0: I mean, I feel like we, we suck. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I was gonna say I feel like we haven't seen much of that. Thankfully, you know, like we haven't True. seen someone, you know, do too much damage with a drone. But I feel like it's um, that surprises me. You know, right. I think you know that that's actually kind of a um, you know a surprise. I, I would have thought, yeah. you know, especially a few years ago when these were really starting to come out. Everyone mm-hmm. was very hot on it, um, but now they've been out. Um, yeah, so I guess we'll, we'll just have to hope for the best. <laughs> you know, yeah, hopefully exactly. people are as responsible as you are.
1: I've been trying to use my drone lately, but it, it's just been too windy and gusty. Basically. Oh, you know, yeah. Massachusetts, Boston. Eh, for whatever reason, we don't have like decent weather yet. Still, yeah, but you know, eventually it's gonna be nice. Yeah, and it's still I'll to go flying
0: right it's still early still early spring so
1: yeah exactly
0: um cool and you said you were doing some product photography too huh
1: yeah yeah i've always kind of done product photography and i guess you could say uh one of our one of our accounts that we manage is mostly just product photography Mm. Uh, crafty bostonian at crafty bostonian on ig Mm. uh it's pretty cool basically me and my friend Jared we basically try out all these different breweries and all these different types of beer that they have and we just review them and you know kind of just give a shout to the community what's going on what's the latest and greatest what's hot what's not hot
0: right right (laughs) what tastes
1: good and what doesn't taste good um but you know honestly it's mostly just an effort to have a good time and promote a lot of breweries that you know may often be overlooked Um, you know mostly shouting out the little guy Hmm. uh, and acknowledging the fact that they're making some dope beer (laughs)
0: yeah yeah I see uh, I'm on your Instagram now Crafty Bostonian and actually
1: uh, posted there this morning
0: I see a rack of treehouse I know you're a treehouse fan
1: Treehouse, let me just say this. Shout out to Treehouse. It's probably (laughs) like my favorite brewery in Massachusetts. It's like right next to Connecticut uh, when you're going to Chicopee. Okay. But uh, it's in Charlton, Mass., right next to Sturbridge. So it's like central. Dude, I cannot say enough good things about their brewery. It's amazing. And the fact that they're doing um, contactless pickups right now is dope.
0: yeah. Uh, That's That's actually
1: what I did. I actually went there after work the other day. Nice drive, by the way. Mm. And um, I picked up a thirty rack of thirty individual beers. And you know, it's just one of my efforts to support one of my favorite local businesses. Mm. And so good, so good. I've been trying to like have them very slowly. But I'm definitely enjoying them.
0: <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's awesome. <clears throat> and you were able to pick it up uh, contactless. You were able to pay yeah. online. Is that their how it works?
1: System, their whole system is awesome. Basically, by 930 in the morning, um, that's when they're open. Maybe it's 9 o'clock in the morning. So you can start making orders online. Mm-hmm. And uh, they tell you everything that's available right at the beginning of the day. And you basically have to show up by 6 p.m. when you get there. They ask you to show your ID
0: mm-hmm.
1: and also your shopping order, uh, of course with the windows up, so you show from the other side of the glass, and then I see. queue they, they cue the guys, and then you just wait in line. And trust me, there's usually a line because that, like I said, is one of the most hyped places in terms of brewing in Massachusetts.
0: Wow. Yeah, I don't but, think I've been. Um...
1: Well, after this, after this whole pandemic's over, I'll definitely take you down there and buy you a drink.
0: Yeah. All right. I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> they um, actually
1: only limit two beers per uh, visit.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: Yeah. Because I mean, that's their way of maintaining uh responsibility. Interesting. Sure. Um, and also mm-hmm. they o- always only have like a limited amount that is available for, for consumption in the tap room each day. And they run out all the time because they have like a full beer garden mm-hmm. And um it's just very aesthetically pleasing. They're like very welcoming for families and to bring their dogs uh in general. So it's a dope spot. Like even huh. if you have kids, I highly recommend going because it's super welcoming. Yeah. And you know, all they want to do is just give you good beer and let you enjoy it.
0: Um, is it a, a restaurant too or uh, <coughs> only drinks? So they
1: usually they usually uh, have like um trucks outside, like food mm. trucks okay Um, that's popular stuff and they'll always have different food trucks on rotation super popular for breweries um but it's always a good time and it's really good (laughs) drinking food to say the very least so it's usually carbs
0: got it okay that's cool that's a cool setup because i've heard a lot of good things but i don't think i've actually been there um
1: dude we'll go sometime yeah we just have to wait for COVID 19 to exit
0: i know it honestly it can't come soon enough
1: <laughs> oh yeah absolutely you can't know wait for that shit to go away
0: <laughs> yeah but we're making do you're working from home from uh your, your day job
1: yeah yeah i've been working from home every day and you know okay. it's it's still very productive no doubt about that it's just right. different not being able to physically see my coworkers and just have normal interactions like it would before. Um, You know, it has its days, its ups and downs, but I'm just very happy that I'm fortunate enough to be able to have this opportunity because I know a lot of other people aren't in the same boat.
0: Right. Oh, it's, yeah, there's been a lot of layoffs and furloughs. Um,
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But things will definitely get better and Mm -hmm. we just have to stay focused.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, find new ways to... um,
1: yeah, we gotta adapt.
0: Right, exactly. Um,
1: how are you adapting?
0: I'm working from home, man. I'm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, and we're all working from home from uh, yeah. both V12 marketing and Concord Sentinel. Um, you know, everyone's remote, but we were, we were pretty remote as it was. You know, like there, yeah. there would be, uh, you know, a stretch of. Two weeks that could go by before this that I could not go to the office and it wouldn't True. it wouldn't affect anything. Um, you know, I've got my whole setup at home, so um, <clears throat> yeah. That's. Uh,
1: I think I think one thing that we should all acknowledge is <laughs> all the people stuck at home with kids. Oh, shout gosh. out to them the way that yeah. they're keeping everything together. That's difficult, and yeah, the fact that they're doing it successfully that's amazing and like. Right. I think we just need to acknowledge all those people.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, the kids, the, I mean, a lot of graduations are now being done via, via Zoom. Um, yeah.
1: The online classes, too, still going online to classes. a lot of college students.
0: Yep. Yep. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um,
1: it's different, but, you know, it's just a form of it adapting.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, as they say, we're all in this together. You know, um, students, teachers, businesses, um, even you know, on Easter they were doing remote, um, you know, a remote um, church uh, gathering, yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. all all over the uh, the country, all over the world. Oh yeah.
1: Um,
0: it isn't just you know. I think sometimes people forget this isn't just a you know, this isn't just in my state or your state. This isn't just in our country. This, this isn't is global. Dude. This is global. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, Everyone's dealing with this shit right now. And <laughs> how you deal with it, that might be a little different, but right. you know, everyone is dealing with it one way or another. And I, I definitely have never had as many video chats with people in my life.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah,
1: it's, it's pretty cool because, you know, I think you really get to see everyone that actually cares. And um, one thing I will say is I think we're all starting to see a little bit of crazy in people. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're also really seeing who's crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, for example, the protesters the past week, that was oh goodness. Yeah. absurd. And, I mean, it happened in a lot of states, I think. I think the worst was... I don't know, in Michigan?
0: Yeah, that was one of them, definitely. Um, I mean, I'm a, I'm a constitutionalist. I'm all for, you know, right to gather, right to travel, freedom of speech.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. You know,
0: freedom to carry um, and own a, own a gun. But, you know, this is a public health crisis, something that we've never right. dealt with before. Um You know, I think at
1: home yeah, (laughs) you know,
0: I I mean, I wish uh, maybe there is a way, but I wish there was uh, a way that people could protest remotely and,
1: you know, yeah, uh, I think people just need to adapt and yeah, new methods out of protesting. Otherwise, you're just going to be a multiplier, right?
0: Exactly. I mean, and you might not ever, you know, that's the thing about this virus is, you know, people don't, uh. There, there are people that are asymptomatic and they're never symptomatic, but they could right. still spread it to someone who's, you know, more immune compromised. Um, I think uh, hmm.
1: the crazy thing about that is it makes people think, oh, well, you know, it's not affecting me poorly. So what's the big deal, mm-hmm. which is really poor outlook to have. But unfortunately, that's just the outlook a lot of people do have. Yeah. And, you know, until it hurts someone close to them, that's when it might actually happen. But at that point, it's like, oh, shit, it's too late. Right. right. But that's why we all have to do our part and just stay focused and stay sane in this whole process and reach out to everyone that we care about, you know, as much as necessary. Just try and stay sane. And yeah. And just do good.
0: Yeah. Check in on your friends, you know. Check uh, in on the
1: homies. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. You know, make sure you're getting exercise. I I. Uh,
1: I think that helps a lot of people. Um, I know that's a big thing for psychologically. you. Psychologically, I mean, for me personally, you know, that's like spiritual for me.
0: Yeah, yeah. You uh, you still hitting that punching bag?
1: Every day, man. Every day. Every nice. Day. That's it's good. a New type of strong.
0: Yeah. Right. Well, you, like you said, you just gotta adapt. You know.
1: One hundred percent, dude.
0: Um. Cool. Well, this is this is great, Sergio. I think this is a, a nice first podcast. Um, is there anything else you'd like to, to add before we uh, close out here?
1: Uh, like I said, I I think everyone should just you know practice maximum safety mm. and uh, checking in on all their loved ones whenever they get the chance. Mm. Uh, I think it's more important than ever, especially like give a shout to your grandmother your Mm -hmm. grandfather if you can because you know I'm sure they're all really lonely right now because none of them can actually visit them or older relatives so just check in on them whenever you get the chance and uh, like I said shout out to all the parents out there who are actually (laughs) dealing with their kids 24-7 now which they've never had to do at all if they're in school I guess Um, and also just want to give a shout out to local businesses too and you know make sure that If we can, if we have the chance to somehow support them one way or another, Uh, I know Uber Eats is doing a lot of donations through Mm -hmm. any of their orders that they get, you know, tip your drivers, whatever. Mm -hmm. Just, um, you know, just be generous when you can. I understand that this is a difficult time for everyone financially and whatnot, but if everyone does their part, then... You know we can all get through this. We're in this together, and uh, thanks for having me too, Mike. Much appreciated, yeah, So shout out to course. you too, uh, and Concord Sentinel. And <laughs> um, you. if you if you guys ever want to follow up with me, just follow me on my Instagram. It's Sergio Alonzo Photo, or uh, just come to my website, which is also Sergio Alonzo, but it's dot photo.
0: <laughs> nice, nice. I love it. Well, yeah. thank you, Sergio. Um, that's a that's a great sentiment, and uh, it was great having you um Likewise. again thank you this is uh, sergio from sergio Alonzo photo and we'll catch you next time thank you
1: thanks guys